Mark Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Nikaq de masno, dukhe dil ka marham. Nikaq de masno, dukhe dil ka marham. Ye farma gaye. Hai Rasool-e-Mukarram ye farma gaye Hai Rasool-e-Mukarram Ye shadi hai beshak Muhabbat ka zina Ye shadi hai beshak Muhabbat ka zina Baharon ki aamad Sabaka tarannum Baharon ki aamad Sabaka tarannum نکاق دے مسنو دکھے دل کا مرہم یہ فرما گئے ہے رسول مکرم السلام علیکم ورحمت اللہ وبرکاتہ اسٹیم لسنرز آف سریس ایف ایم ان مرکز صحابہ the voice of اہل سنہ والجماعہ we welcome you to this program the bliss of marriage our listeners you can send in your queries to the number 084-786-786 3132 if you're in a foreign country you can send it through the number the code is plus two seven eight four seven eight six three one three two the date today is the 9th of shaban 1445 let's welcome mufti sap mufti abdul qadir hussein sap assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh barakallahu feekum wa zaid khan jazakallahu khairan Mufti Sabd, is there any updates for Palestine? Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala rasoolihi al-kareem. Amma ba'd. All praise is due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. That today is the 9th of Shaban, 1445, South Africa, Southern Africa, Mauritius, and so few countries. And in most parts of the world, today is already the 10th of Shaban, 1445. So in South Africa, Southern Africa, the auspicious night, 15th night of Shaban, will be this week, Sunday night. So remember that, Sunday night, big night, and we should fast, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. You know, in English, you say good, better, best. So if you fast all three days, that's best. And if you fast one day, so that also is fine for Monday only. Or if you fast two days, Saturday, Sunday, you fast Sunday and Monday, so that will be also good. So you fast one day, so good, Monday. And you fast one day, that is Monday, so good. And you fast Sunday, Monday, better. And you fast Saturday, Sunday, Monday, that's the best. So that is how you should remember. Those places where Saturday night is the big night, you must remember that. So you will fast on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So that is how you'll work it out. And Saturday night will be your auspicious night and big night. People say, how come you have big night on different nights and all that auspicious? I say, how you have sunrise? So now you must remember it's 11 o'clock here. So you must remember 11.15, just say here in South Africa now. And if you go now, you must remember to New Zealand, it's already 9.15 at night. So what will you say then? 
So sunrise, sunset, everything different in different parts of the world. So remember, Kudrat Ka Karishma had the manifestation of the mercy of Allah. You see the seasons are different. Yeah, it's summer, day, it's winter, and so forth and so on. So that's one issue. Second issue, we must remember that the du'as we must learn. Our Mona Zahid, mashallah, he recorded the du'a, it will play now. Insha'Allah, in our break and so forth, the du'a, so you must learn it, the 15th night of Shaban du'a, and it's best we read it and recite it in sujood, in sajda, so that will be the best. So insha'Allah, during the break now, that we will play the du'a for 15th night of Shaban, so insha'Allah, try and by heart it and memorize it as well. Okay, yeah, I'm reading from the Haaretz newspaper, newspaper, day 137. So, Saudi newspaper reports Israel believes Sinwar fled to Egypt, fears he took Israeli hostages with him. So, remember, these are the Saudis just making trouble and so forth. So, you must remember, you know, they chumchas and sidekicks of the West and all. Security officials, settlers entered West Bank village suspicion that they set cars on fire being investigated. Report, U.S. President Joe Biden's top Middle East advisor, Brett McGurk, to visit Israel and Egypt. Report, Hamas planned to break into Israel present to free prisoners on October 7th. Okay, Israel's wartime government forging ahead with controversial judicial overhaul. So they still got that in their mind also. Israel's worst ever government wants to let the country burn. You got that? This is from RH newspaper. Israel's worst ever government wants to let the country burn. So remember that. The next one. As Indian workers queue up to work in Israel, safety and moral questions arise. So remember that. So certain parts of India, like those in charge of water and that, they say they will not load up anything going to Israel and not unload and so forth. So that is one side also. Tourism to atrocity sites expose the lies Israel tell themselves. So remember that Israel is now shooting itself in the foot. Opinion with the perfect rescue operation, Israel's dehumanization of Gazan reached a new low, murdering, killing babies and children and so forth and so on. Israel's decision on Ramadan prayer is a farce where they say they won't allow Palestinians to come there limited amount only. It could end in tragedy. And listen to this story here. Israel army announces death of soldier wounded in Gaza fighting. So, yeah, I want you to listen to this one here. And U.S. introduces U.N. resolution on Israel-Gaza amid veto threat on dueling effort. So, yeah, there is one story about the state of the economy there in Israel. And it will be here, and if it's not here also, I'll mention it to you, because you must remember it's 100% authentic, and it's mentioned in various places. So, yeah, editorial, Israel's worst ever government wants to let the country burn. Israeli soldiers looting in Gaza is part of the revenge. 
you see. So that is what they got there. So that is, they can steal, they can do whatever they want to, so all that. Three Israeli police officers accused of sexually assaulting a crime suspect, you see. So because they feel they can just do whatever they want to and they'll get away with it and so forth. And then remember Netanyahu slams brothers Lula for comparing Israel's Gaza actions to Hitler's genocide. Obviously he's right in that as well. So for Israel to accept the truth is very, very difficult and so forth. And yeah, you must remember, so write this down, so you must remember, in the last quarter of it, you must remember, of last year, 2023, the economy dipped by 19.4%, 20%, you must remember, it went down and slumped. Moody's downgrade of Israel credit rating, what does it mean and what happens next? So imagine that they're suffering and now two months in this year already, January, February. So it will just get worse and worse for them in the Middle East. So remember that Israel is losing economically, militarily, politically, internationally, globally. Every way it's a loser, you must remember. As I speak to you, 52 countries, remember, are making oral submissions against the occupation of, you must remember, Israel of you must remember the West Bank and East Jerusalem and all this here. UN courts hearing continues on Israel's occupation of Palestine. First time in the history of the ICJ, the International Court of Justice, that 52 countries are, you know, combined on one certain issue. So remember this. One killed that Israeli forces opened fire on crowd waiting for food aid. So you must remember all this is going out. U.S. proposes U.N. resolution calling for temporary ceasefire in Gaza. You see, they want it must be their way and so forth and so on, but not that it must be permanent ceasefire because they murderers themselves. They are the super terrorists and so forth. So all this goes on and we must remember that. Kites fill Rafah sky, a symbol of hope amid Israel's war on Gaza. So, mashallah, our children there, they got their kites flying and so forth and so on. So, the Palestinians, mashallah, they got, you must remember, 101 ideas how to humiliate and disgrace, you must remember, the Palestinians, the, the Jutlas and the Jews and so forth and so on. So, all this will continue and inshallah, we hope that it will be totally dismantled, that is, the apartheid terrorist Nazi regime. So, that's what I could gather for you for now and inshallah let's continue with inshallah the bliss of marriage the IDF denies the Saudi report that Israel you must remember so yeah they got one story that the IDF is rejecting what the Saudis have said and so forth so you know how among themselves they also have all their own politics and so forth and so on so that is how they got there that Okay, I told you about that Sinwar story. Okay, nevertheless, and the last one that is a very big news also in the world, that Putin, Putin is a big harami, but we like him as long as he gives America good threshing. So you must remember that Putin has invited all the Palestinian groups. You all must come to Moscow, and next week, Monday, they will be there. You must remember Hamas will be there, Jihad Islami will be there, and the Palestinian Authority, and whoever else from Syria, Lebanon, wherever, they all will be 
having a big grand meeting. You must remember the inter-Palestinian groups will meet at Moscow Monday, 26th of February, inshallah. So these are all great, great news. Putin will give them some good tactics, how to how to defeat the Americans and how to defeat, you must remember, the Jutlas in Israel. So all this is happening and we should know about these issues. The first question we have here is from the Salafis. They say, we are Salafis. We are sitting at our institution, which we wish to conceal. We are currently busy refuting the 15th night of Shaban, and that is actually a big night. We give you the opportunity, Muftisab, to mention your stance with clear evidence. Remember, we are proud Salafi students. We only speak only Quran and Ahadith. Because you're Jahils. First thing you must admit, you are Jahils. Say that you Salafis of today, you are Jahil. So you must remember that. When you quote Hadith, who you rely on the most? You rely the most on Sheikh Nasruddin al-Bani. You never even met Sheikh Nasruddin al-Bani. I met him. Go read Silsila Ahadith Sahiha and you must remember volume number three and Hadith number 1144 and Sheikh Albani has said that Ahadith on 15th night of Shaban are Sahih when you look at all of them and put together. He quotes Hazrat Mu'az bin Jabal radiallahu's Hadith Ida kanad laylatun nisfi min Shaban fayattali Allahu ta'ala ila khalqihi fayaghfirullahu li jami'i khalqihi so you want bigger evidence than that so you must break this evidence of Sheikh Nasuddin Albani and say you puppets and you who can't speak one word against MBS the Murtad bin Shaitan because you are scholars for dollars I challenge you who are concealing and hiding yourself like hypocrites and so forth come out in the public so you're so scared and said like mice you'll hide you know come out and speak you must remember and issue a I am posing the question to you. MBS is Muslim or is Kafir and Murtad? Come, I challenge you on that. And give your true address, give your true name and which Salafi organization you are belonging to. So you asked me a question. I broke it to pieces, your argument from your biggest sheikh in hadith of the past century, Sheikh Nasruddin Albani, who I met, you must remember, in Amman in Jordan. I have so many of his books his whole encyclopedia I have Alhamdulillah chapter 3 Al-Mujalladu Thalith and Hadith number 1144 and he wrote I always say so what you say now and so when I was in Makkah Mukarramah maybe 20 years ago okay I'll take his name also so you must remember the father is Sheikh Abdullah Subayil he was Imam of the Haram al-Makki for over 40 years he came to South Africa also his son's name Sheikh Umar you must remember Subayil so he was his Rahimamullah he passed away in an accident and so forth so both passed away father and son not in the same incident father passed away afterwards so nevertheless this Umar uh, Subayil said that this 15th night of Shaban is here Bid'ah and Munkara and so forth so all like you saying you know and then after that about 15 years ago say that was 20 years ago plus minus then I was in Medina Munawara and on the Mimbar day in Masjid Nabawi the Imam spoke about 15th night of Shaban and said it is a Sunnah an important night and he quoted the same Hadith that I'm quoting now a Hadith of which Sheikh Albani Rahimahullah has mentioned in his Silsila Ahadi Sahiha.
You'll found it now. Go open. Then you must come by me. Now you ask me a question. Now it's my turn to ask you a question. Is MBS a Muslim? Give me Dalail. If he's a murtad, then say publicly. That is my challenge to you. And stop hiding like there, like taking your woman's and your wife's underwear and hiding somewhere. You understand? What type you are. So you must remember that for me, you want to challenge me, but you puppies, you understand? And all hiding there. So just like munafikin and hypocrites. So remember, you don't, there's not Islam. That is sign of nifak and hypocrisy. And if you're taking money from Saudi Arabia, so you must remember you're the worst of the worst. Scholars for dollars remember that. Muftisap, a person says here, yeah, I'm a person who always seeks attention. It grieves me if I don't get attention. Please advise. That's the sign of your pride and arrogance. And that is what breaks marriages and breaks partnership and breaks so many things. So Quran Sharif taught us the first crime committed in Jannah and paradise. Where was the crime committed? Not on this earth. They in Jannah. When all Allah told Iblis, Shaitan, Lucifer, makes us da, so to Adam alayhi salam. So he refused. Allah asked him, not Allah doesn't know Allah forbid, Allah's knowledge all embracing, all encompassing. Ma manaaka Allah tajjuda id amartuk. Why you didn't make sajda when I commanded you to do so? So he said, Ana min. You see, this is the pride. I am superior to him. I'm better than him. And he even tried to give evidence and proof. Khalaqtani min nar. You created me from fire. The flame of fire goes upwards. You created him from sand and dust that remains on the land and sand. Aba was takbarah. He defied the command of Allah. So this is based on his jealousy. Was takbara, and then he was so proud and so forth, expelled forever. So you must remember that. So you, my brother, it is a sign of arrogance and pride. Habibuna Rasulullah further elaborated and explained what is this arrogance and pride, patarul haq, that when you don't want to accept the truth. You see our people today, you tell them, like the Salafi guys I show them the evidence but they don't accept so that's pride and arrogance so when the truth comes you don't embrace it you see that but you look for other excuses now and and then you look down on the people who tell you you consider yourself superior you think you are on Table Mountain or Mount Kilimanjaro or Mount Everest and everybody else are all midgets and widgets and so forth you must remember that so then Allah destroys such a person when you practice on tawadu, humility, you accept the truth and so forth, you consider others to be better than you, Allah will elevate us. And whoever is proud and arrogant, Allah will crush him, humiliate him. And then you land up with Iblis and the so every day go and make salam to a hundred people every day you must read istighfar and wonder ponder on our sins and vices so then all that self-centeredness self-engrandisement will get removed inshallah Mufti Sahib, a person says here that Mufti Sahib quoted a hadith in Bukhari Sharif which mentions people giving uh, people giving kir at the funeral as it will give them more patience. I would like to know, the person is asking, I would like to know what hadith is this? 
Go open Kitabul Janais and that you will find it there. Talbin. So Laban, Laban, so forth. You must remember that. So it is for Ad and about the Hazin and so forth. You must remember it's there in Kitabul Janais. You will find it there. So it's good if you give some people milk and so forth. You mustn't make it compulsory. The topic came about, you must remember, on 22nd of Rajab, these people make Imam Jafar Fatiha. All lies, all fabrications. Sayyidina Jafar Rahimahullah had nothing to do with this. This is a concoction of the Kuffar Shias. You must remember that. Amir Muawiyah radiallahu anhu passed away in Damascus in Syria on 22nd of Rajab. And you must remember that it was the year 60. So for them it's a celebration. So they don't want to say openly and so forth. So what happens is they say, no, we're making Imam Jafar Fatiha. You must remember that. But Sayyidina Jafar Rahimahullah was not even born in that time in Rajab nor did he pass away on that day and so forth so all those are concoction fabrications you must remember of the Kuffar Shias and you find that some Sunnis you know because they don't know they just follow Pied Piper you ask a Muslim today ordinary Muslim ask him which day is Qiyamah he'll tell you Friday which date is Qiyamah he'll tell you 10th Muharram where is that mentioned no way is mentioned but this is how the Kuffar Shias has infiltrated our books of Tafsir and commentary our books on Ahadith and so forth and so on the commentaries and our Aqidah system as well so remember this that Fihi Taqwa Musa'a on a Friday is correct to say 10th Muharram that is rejected remember that that is the figment of the imagination of the Kuffar Shias a person is asking, what is wrong with constructing old age homes when children are leaving their parents to rot in their own najasat? So you must remember that, so must you solve the problem or must you run away from the problem? I'm asking you, you take your father, mother, or both of them, one of them, go dump them in the old age home. So are we promoting the Islamic ethos or are we promoting the Western culture and so forth? That when our parents reach 50, 60, 70, now the Western culture and the satanic culture say that they are a liability, go dump them in the old age home, and then one day per year make Mother's Day and Father's Day, and then you go visit them and tell them how much you love them. You want, we must promote that. So Quran Karim states, Surah 5, verse number 2, And you must remember that you must cooperate and assist with one another in piety and righteousness. Surah 5, verse number 2, Do not cooperate, you must remember, in sin and transgression. Your example, what is wrong in it? So the Muslims today, many of them are committing zina, fornication, adultery. So just open some brothels and all that, say, yeah, go there. So that's exactly what you are saying. So you must remember that. So remember, we must educate and tell these youngsters that they're going straight to hell and the punishment they'll get is in this world also. That every sin, it is a prerogative of all, may Allah alone. Either Allah forgives a person or punishes a person, illa 
al walidain. Except you must remember that when you are disobedient to your parents, for in Allah you ajil uqubatahu li sahibhi fil hayati qabla mautihi. Allah will punish them in this worldly life. And I saw it so many times in my family, friends, and others that before death overtakes them, and after death is a worse punishment. So that is what we must do. So remember, we can never encourage old age homes and so forth. You must remember that is a Western culture, alien teaching, got nothing to do with Islam. Quran speaks of this. That Wakada Rabbuka Allah Ta'budu illa iyahu abil wali deini ihsana. Chapter 17, verse number 23-24, go read that you must do good to your parents. Allah speaks about this. Now listen, Imma yablughanna indaka, when your parents are there by you, and they reach what? Al-Kibara, the old age. Ahaduhuma okilahuma, one of them or both of them. Falatakullahuma uf. Don't say one word that will hurt their feelings. Why? They might be gone senile. They might have lost memory. They might have gone through difficulty. So, so many things. And do not shout and scream and criticize them. Yes, sometimes they mess the food. Sometimes they mess the clothing or the furniture, carpet, whatever. So, speak to them in an honorable manner. How they did story time. This is in Kitabul Amsal. You know, ulama they wrote books on examples and lessons and so. So one day Abu and Beta. Abu is father and Beta is son. So now the son is ten years old plus minus, and the father is forty fifty years old. So now they sitting there in the veranda. So the father asked the son, you understand, Beta, oh my Bunaya, my beloved son, what's that there on the tree? So the son answered first time very nicely, Abu, the bird is there, Kabutar here, see pigeon is there. After two, three minutes, then he asked him second time, so Beta, how's that? What's that there? So the son raised his voice, but little bird, no, it's a bird, Papa, yes, yes. So after another three, four minutes, he asked him, you understood, and it. What's that day, Beta? Now the sun exploded, his gasket blew. And he said, how many times must I tell you, are you deaf for what and all that? It's a pigeon, it's a bird, and so forth. Father went in the room and brought the diary. So now he says, Beta, I want to share one lesson with you. Hmm. When you were two, three years old, we were sitting here in the same veranda, and you ask me, Ya Abati, Oh Abu, Oh beloved Abu, what is there? I told you, Beta, it's a kabutar, it's a bird there. You asked me ten times, and ten times I told you lovingly, not once did I raise my voice. For you, I did it ten times lovingly. And today, when I asked you three times, you exploded for Baka, and then he cries, the son cries, you see. So that is what we have forgotten. Everything our parents did for us, therefore Quran teaches us the dua, chapter 17, verse 24, رَبِّرْ حَمْهُمَا كَمَا رَبَّيَا 
that, Ya Allah, have mercy on my parents as they nurtured me, trained me, coached me when I was a baby, when I was young, when I was a formative years, when I was a teenager. All the time they were there for us. But today, because of my wife, because of my children, I got no time for them. So what good are you? Are you a Muslim, first of all, when you think like this? Quran teaches us, chapter 31, verse 15, if your parents are non-Muslim, Tom, Dick, and Mary, then also it's compulsory upon you that you mingle with them and show respect for them. That is the beauty of Islam. And you telling me we must build old age homes and so forth. Brother, you better check your brains up properly. Are you Tom, Dick, and Mary, or are you Ahmed, Muhammad, Fatima, Zainab, and Jamila? A female says, after my seizure, they want to give me an, an injection which contains claxane, and this has pork intestines in it. The injection is to prevent blood clotting. My doctor says, since there is no replacement, it is permissible. Some other doctors have stated we should walk to avoid the clotting. Muftisap, I'm so confused. Remember, there's nothing to be confused or your fuses get blown. The doctors, as long as you got medical aid, they will milk you, milk you, and tell you 101 stories. Our mothers, grandmothers gave birth. None of them had all this. Take, I just give you two, three examples. How the medical people and fraternity, Muslim, non-Muslim, I won't say all, but I definitely will say majority. It's just a money-making gimmick, you must remember that. That if you tell them, my friend now, that his wife just gave birth now two weeks ago or so. So I asked him, natural birth or not? He said, where they allow natural birth nowadays? That the doctor will tell you, we will do the C-section, cesarean section, and this time you must come, and they left five, six, ten women waiting there. Just come and that. One, they don't want to wait and all that, so they do that. Second, they make more money in that. Mm. Third one, you must remember, it is just milking you because you got medical aid and so forth. Otherwise, I remember very, very well, you must remember this, that I was still a young boy, you know, and my sister, she gave birth at home, and she had that midwife and that, the white lady, and everything happened at home. So now they put that fear in you. No, what happens if some complications arise? You must go to the clinic. You must go to the hospital. Even today, we will encourage, you must remember, you can do it at home. And you have day when I went to India, 1995. So I went to Banwar, you understand, where my forefathers came. Then I went to where my wife, her parents and grandfathers and her grandmother and them came. So the old lady there, 80, 90 years old, so I asked her, I got a mehu karot, you understand? They speak Gujarati, Memon, all mixed up. Okay, I karo karota. She said, now I die, you come. I'm midwife like. So imagine she's 80, 90 years old, but wherever the ladies have to give birth, they call her and so forth and so on. So this is how they play the mind game with us. So first of all, 80%, 70% of the doctors today don't want you must give birth the natural way. It takes too long and according to them, you're just wasting their time. Time is money, you see? So it has become a money-making machine. They want five, six, eight doctors, the woman one time, one after the other, quick, 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 do C-section, finish and all that. Now you got the new one. He says, no, maybe you'll have blood 
clotting and you will have this. So we'll give you an injection, but that injection got pork in it and so forth. Absolutely haram and so forth. Millions of women gave birth, you must remember, and there was no problem and now they'll tell you. So this is what they want to make you a milking cow and they want to put all these haram things in mm. your body. You must remember that. So yesterday, not yesterday, when it was the Saturday, Mona Shabir Saluji said one nice thing there. Oh, you weren't there, Mozaid. So you must remember, he said he just returned from Pakistan and Afghanistan and that. He said he met some senior person and he said, the person told him, told Moshe Birsab, that you see these people who took this vaccine, vaccine, COVID time and all that, the pandemic and the scamdemic. He says majority of them will land up with the Jal's army. You understand? The Jal's party. So because their minds already polluted, confused and tainted and so forth. So you must remember, that's what they want to do. So it's absolutely haram and my advice, you must never go back to such doctors. They just want to make you a milking cow and just milk you because you got very nice medical aid and so forth. So that is my advice to you. You do your walking, do other exercises and so forth. Jazakumullah khairan muftisab and our listeners will meet after the break, inshallah. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Respected listeners of Sirius FM and Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah, you can send in your queries to the number 084-786-3132, foreign country, plus 2784-786-3132. Mufti Sahib, a question here. Yeah? My husband is from Pakistan. I was impressed with him initially, his wealth and his style. But now he calls me Bandar. I'm not sure what this means. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Before we come to the Bandar question, remember that break time Allah just put in my heart, in my mind. You, the Salafis who asked about 15 night of Shaban. Sheikh Albani, rahimullah, used to say, when, and this all the muhaddisin, they know is a basic principle, whenever in the commentary, the shariheen, the commentators write, we call al-hafiz. So hafiz refers to who? Ibn Hajar, rahimullah, Ibn Hajar al-Asqalani, rahimullah. So Ibn Sheikh Albani, rahimullah, says, lam yulad mithlahu ba'dahu. So if you got the books of Sheikh Albani and the speeches of Sheikh Albani, you will find it there. So you must remember, he said, you will never find another Ibn Hajar in the world, never again in future. So that is what he said, Sheikh Albani said. I quoted him verbatim. Lam mithlahu ba'dahu. So remember that. So now the question arises, you guys are, you know, Lallupan Jews, you understand? We follow Quran and Hadith and so forth. Ibn Hajar, rahimahullah, was one of the staunchest followers in fiqh of Imam Shafi'i, rahimahullah. So you must remember that. Therefore, in his work, Bulughul Maram, he brought all the mustadallat and all the dalail of the Shafi'i school. In his work, Bulughul Maram, so you must remember that. So that's one issue. If you got Tirmidhi Sharif, go open Kitabul Janais and you will find Imam Shafi'i's statement himself. You must remember that what Imam Shafi'i said, Al-Fuqaha wa'alamu bima'anil hadith. The Fuqaha, the jurors, they go deep, deep down and then they make istimbat, they make ijtihad and then they derive the masail and fiqh. Al-Imam Shafi'i rahimahullah said, Kullu ma taquluhu 
Whatever the Imams, the Mujtahideen say is a commentary of the Sunnah, the Ahadith Mubarakah. So And whatever the Sunnah says is commentary of the Quran Sharif. But you people now, what can I tell you? You Salafis don't know what is Usulul Fiqah. You don't know what is Fiqh. When I used to go for Umrah Hajj, these students used to come from Jamia Islamia and tell me I must teach them fiqh and so forth because they themselves used to admit they say we are hopeless in fiqh we don't understand fiqh but Quran said when you study Islam and you want to go into Islam then what must you do liyatafakkahu fiddin that you must go into the understanding of fiqh and so forth. Fatiun wahidun ashaddu ala shaitani min alfi abidin. So you Salafis, today you are dull and mudil, jahil, ignorant, ajhal you are. So that is what. Let's go. I'm telling you nicely. So you know what the meaning of that. We give you advice, but you don't like it because of your pride and arrogance. So you, you must remember, sister, you got married to this Pakistani. By your own confession, your own admission, you say that he was very, very wealthy and maybe very, very handsome. So your intention when you got married was tainted, polluted itself, that... You looked at his gold and sona, chandi and all, and you said, ah, this guy is right. So now when you see his true colors, he's calling you Bandar. So the imam of the haram in Makkah, Bandar Balila. Bandar, one meaning in Arabic will mean that you're handsome. Another meaning, Bandar, the harbor. In Urdu, Bandar means monkey. So remember, he's trying to call you all the derogatory names which are haram and not permissible. So you yourself should not blame yourself. Yet your intention was not right. You just look at the wealth or maybe the handsomeness little bit and you got married. When we get married, then both parties must look at the iman, look at the taqwa, look at the belief structure of that person. That is what Islam is teaching us. You get married to the lady either for her wealth or either for her beauty or either for the highest strata of society. Last Nabi alayhi salam said that walidiniha. In mentioning it's last, but in priority it's one, number one. First for bidati deen. So open Mishka Sharif Mustad Ahmed. You will be successful forever if you made Deen the priority number one. And that poem that I read for you, people go towards Zahab. Zahab is gold. When there's no gold, then they make lay by, bye bye, goodbye. So you see. So your intention was like that also. Quran Kareem teaches us Wama Asabakum Mim Musibatin Fabima Kasabat Aidikum. When calamities befall you, it's because your own deeds and your own action. So change your intention now and win your husband over. Tell him we're starting Riyadu Salihin. Ramaz fifteen Shaban is coming. And they must remember that that in Tirmidhi this fifteen night of Shaban, in Mishkacharif this fifteen 
night of Shaban, and Ibn Majah is Ibn is fifteen night of Shaban, and these today so called scholars of dollars they want to come and tell you there's no such thing as fifteen Shaban. So you must start reading Riyadu Salihin all that, and then win your husband over, and inshallah, then Allah, uh, then he won't call you Bandar, he will call you my John, he will say you my life, and then he will give you, he'll give you honey, take the money, and so forth. So you must now play your cards right, win him over towards Deen, and inshallah, you become practical example also. One, two times you wake up early, and you read two rakat salat, husband wake up wife wife wake up husband hadith in Ibn Majah so the hadith Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa said your name will be written amongst those men and women those men and women who remember all abundantly and profusely Mustafa, a person is asking, can we make wudu with shorts, with knees exposed? So remember, you're in the bathroom and you are taking a ghusl. First ghusl, sunnat ghusl, first ghusl, husband-wife relationship, you had conjugal relationship. At night, you had seven course meal, eight course, nine course, and the last course, intercourse. Or Friday you are taking ghusl, sunnat, you totally without any clothes, and then you take huzu. So it's sunnat to take huzu in the starting. So you must remember, so it's perfect, perfect, there's no problem with that. Obviously, if you got shorts and all that, and you're exposing yourself to others, so men or women, that is haram, where your thighs and all that are exposed. Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, inna al-fakhida awra. Remember that the thighs are part of the aura, meaning it must be covered. Yes, by your wife and all that you expose it, or you alone, you are taking a bath, you are changing, so then is no problem. This person is saying, what should what should be done on the night of 15th of Shaban? Read Salatu Tawbah, read Salatu Shukr, make Salatu Salatul Hajat, and beg Almighty Allah for forgiveness in Ibn Majah the hadith comes of Sayyidina Ali radiallahu ta'ala an idha kanat laylatun nisfim in Shaban so when it is the 15th night of Shaban faqumu laylaha wa sumu naharaha so that night stay awake so stay awake read salatu tasbih Sheikh Albani rahimahullah in At-Targhib wa Tarheeb he said the hadith on salatu tasbih is hasan hadith good hadith sahih hadith so go open I give you references. I don't speak from pocket and so forth. So you must remember, read Salatu Tasbih. Make all the Salats, I told you now. Read Quran Sharif. See, the Hadith goes on. Then the whole night Allah is there anybody seeking forgiveness for his vices and sins? I will forgive him. Allah is there anyone with problems? You want to get married? You want your children? You want the son? You want your business? You want to go for Hajj? You want anything permissible? So ask Allah 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 then I will give it to you. Allah Every second person today is complaining. He got no job or his wages is not enough. He wants more and more. So on this 15th night, all these words are mentioned in Ibn Majah and so forth. But the Salafis will tell you the Hadith is weak. Story time. So when I met Sheikh Albani, Rahimamullah, so he lived on top, you know, upstairs. So that Bawab, the doorkeeper, came. 
Tell me, la, 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 Sheikh Mamriz and Jiddan and does that Mamnoodhul. I said, you listen nicely to what I'm telling you now. You go and tell Sheikh, I came from South Africa to meet Sheikh. And all these buildings here and all that, they're nothing. We got much better buildings and everything else in South Africa. He said, you came from South Africa to meet Sheikh. I said, yes, and go tell him that. And I must meet him. So when he went, he explained everything and all. So then Sheikh said, come in. But he put his own masala, the chamcha. You know these chamcha sidekicks. So he said, dakika ten fakat. I knew if I'm inside, what he can do? He can't do nothing, you see. So I said, very good. It's like when we went inside the Kaaba, they wrote khamsa dakaik fakat. I said, now you can go for five minutes only. So I said, once we're inside, we make long salat. We want to see what happens. So nothing happens. Then they must say, once we're in salat, they won't trouble you. So anyway, you must remember. So we went, we spoke everything. He was very, very ill. He was sick. He was very, very ill. He had a green kurta on, light green. He had his topi on and a big beard, everything. And then we spoke. I told him I'm from South Africa and this and all that. And I even joked with him and he smiled also. I told him, Sheikh, in my pocket I got thousand dollars. But me, I don't want to buy your kitabs. You must give me your kitabs. So, <laughs> you see, so with your hand, Biyadika Sharif Ayah, Sheikh. So that, so he smiled. One thing I forgot, I, too, I should have taken Ijazat of Hadith, but it didn't strike me that time. So anyway, so he then told that Khadim of his, he must give me Taharimu Alati Tarb. That this musical instruments are haram and that I still got it it's a very good book you understand and then he gave me Al-Adab Al-Mufrad in two volumes Sahih Al-Adab Al-Mufrad and Dwaif Al-Adab Al-Mufrad so now Imam Bukhari compiled Sahih Al-Bukhari 16 years the Ahadi Sahih when he compiled, you must remember, Al-Adab Al-Mufrad is on Fazail. So you get certain ahadis that are good, certain are very good, certain are weak, and so forth. So he, Sheikh Albani, then divided it into two parts. So these Salafis say, Hazrat Sheikh Sitab Fazail Amal, you must take and throw away. That's how they speak, you know, Allah forbid. So you say, why? He say, no, all weak, weak ahadis. So I'm using the same analogy to the second part of this book, Al-Adab Al-Mufrad, of Imam Bukhari and it was authenticated by him Sheikh Albani and the second part he said these ahadith are weak and so forth so we must take the second part throw it away so it shows you don't even understand the rudiments the basics of hadith you must remember that so when there is fadail and so forth so then the ulama that they are much more lenient and so forth and therefore we accept the ahadith like that and so forth so this hadith also so remember no muhaddith said it is maudu that they said da'if and so forth and if you look at all the ahadith then remember 15 night of shaban is sahih hadith this I gave you that Sheikh Albani's one. So you must remember, so that is what you must do. And cleanse ourselves. Allah Jalla wa Allah will forgive the entire creation. Illa li mushrik or mushahin. People who have malice, rancor, hatred. Akun liwali day. People you must remember who are disobedient to a parents. People who are involved in zina, fornication, adultery. Allah forbid. Mudminu khamrin. People who are addicted to drugs and alcohol and so forth. Or people who have severed family ties and so forth. If you want references of all this, so go read the book Madafi Shaban. All these books I have with Allah's help. And remember by Sheikh Muhammad bin Alawi al Maliki. So great, great scholar he was. So they refused to read the Janaza Salat. Story time. 
Sudesh used to come to him. You understand? There. I got it written somewhere. Sudesh used to come to him and praise him and all these things there. You understood? They were his father and by him and all this kind. So this Sheikh Muhammad bin Alawi al-Maliki used to tell his students and that, you see this guy, he won't read my janaza salat. And all this is praising me is not from the heart, it's just tips, you know, tip of the tongue. So the students couldn't understand. Now when he passed away, Sudais was the imam, so Isha time. And then normally he will never do this. So after salam, he stood up in one side, Allah Akbar, he read two rakats. So the other imam went in front and read Salatul Janazah. But it was King Abdullah's time after two, three days. So then the king and them told him, Sudais and Shuraim, you all must go to Sheikh Alawi Maliki's house and go and make ta'ziyah and go and offer condolences on our behalf also. See, Allah made him go and put his tail between his legs. So these are the three people. But he says when you come to our house is to come and praise us in this type of thing. But the Sheikh Allah put firasat, you understand? He would tell his students that time already, obviously when he's alive, that the Sheikh will not read my Janaza Salat. You see? So we must remember these kind of things there. So a lot of things like that we can tell you about with Allah's help. So anyway, you must remember, so these are the things we must do. And the greatest dua at all times you must make is, Ya Allah, Surah 12, verse 101, Tawaffani Muslima wa alhiqni bisalihin. O Almighty Allah, let me pass away with Iman and Islam and unite me with the pious and devout servants. And for our families, our Ummah, and especially Gaza, Al-Mubarakah, Palestine. So Allah Ta'ala, inshaAllah, during this 15th night of Shaban, you must remember, Tafsir Qurtubi, they wrote the ayat of Inna Allah wa Malaikatahu, Surah 33, verse number 56, the ayat to Taslim and Salat and Salam upon Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, was revealed on the 15th night of Shaban. So read abundant Durood Sharif, Ya Allah wa the Wasila baraka of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and Durud Sharif give victory to the Hamas and Amin. the Mujahideen so so many things we can do but we must make the time and inshallah Allah give us tawfiq that we practice on it inshallah this is our last question uh, is it can we make dua between iqam and takbir is this the sunnah method so you must remember the hadith teaches us you must remember so dua does not get rejected between the two adhan two adhan means that between adhan and iqama you entered the masjid and now the adhan is going now just say zohar time we will go just now suleiman myself inshallah so Adhan is 12.30. So now we enter the masjid. We read two rakat tahiyatul masjid. Then we read our four rakats. For example, I'm giving. Then there's still two, three minutes left for jama'ah. So jama'ah is 12.45. So then you raise your hands and you make your dua. So that is the meaning of the hadith. Ad-du'a ulayaruddu bainal adhanin and so forth. It don't mean that you start making dua when the ikama starts. You understand? That is jahalat that is. So you must remember, then you must 
must make sufufakum. You must start preparing yourselves and so forth. Mm-hmm. So that but people always will understand upside down. So you must remember, Sheikh Sabun, our Ustad, he says one of the Salafis came, and he used the word, he say one of these guys came, who don't want to follow any schools and that. And he says that, you know, there's certain ahadith, me, I can't understand it all. So Nabi alayhi salatu salam spoke about halaku zikr. You understand? So you must make the halqa of zikr was made and that. So he was reading halaku zakr. You understood? So that. So you must shave the private part. You understood? He said these are these characters. You understood? So you must remember this. And he said he got a magister and he got this and this and all this type of thing. They can't differentiate mm-hmm. between zikr and zakr, but they want to challenge the imams and all this type of thing. So Allah Ta'ala protect us from this type of dal and mudil people. A imma mudilin, remember that. Allah Ta'ala forgive us. Ameen. Jazakumullah khairan muftisab for this time. Allah Jalla wa make it easy and accept it. Ameen. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Jazakumullah khairan to all our listeners. And now we head on for the news with Brother Suleiman Esop. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Marcus Sahaba Online Radio, serving you wherever you are.